how are you guys doing welcome back to another episode of opinions with cordelia apologies to everyone that listens to my episode or my podcast i have not been able to publish some episodes for a while now i've been busy you know work stuff and all of that but i i will try i'm not promising but i will try to to stick to the initial plan of um publishing episodes every other week um yeah so today i'm a little bit excited and you know not really sad by the way happy independence day um and happy birthday to nigeria i guess <laughs> so this episode i'm dedicating it to my dad my dad my hero my everything my my everything my business mogul like i don't know everything um why because um today is his birthday he um he's i call him mr independence because he was born in 1960 october 1st that's why i call him mr independence because yeah it's like he's 60 it's supposed to be 60 or he should have been 60 today um i lost my dad um last year november 6th so november 6th this year will make it a year passed on um i miss him so much so so much so yeah this episode is going to be all about him you're going to be hearing my dad my dad my dad so yeah i'm not like ozo i feel like but anyways yeah um it's going to be about him if you know me i talk about my dad a lot a whole lot even when i was in school my lecturers any there are like situations that tend to happen i just use him to cite an example you know because i, I like to observe people and i really observe them a lot because you know all through school you know staying at home it's just me him and my mom so yeah there's nothing much to really do so i really was observing him so i get to talk about him a lot and this episode is going to i'm not going to edit it because it's something it's straight from the heart no script no nothing i just want to share light about my dad and to everyone that have loved ones outside there you know just take out your time to appreciate them love them the way they should be loved and you never can tell what will happen the next minute you know yeah before i get into the advice and all of that let me just talk about my dad i'll try my best to make this episode as short as possible yeah so mr simon ifaim bamara he was born in 1960 october 1st he is my hero he's my everything he's like He's my father, so he's not like like a father I, I never had. <laughs> so he's my father. Yeah, so why am I talking about him today is because every first um, of October, I send him letters. Sometimes I write the letters and then I drop it on his table. When he gets back, he reads it. Sometimes I type a message on, you know, and send it to him you know so that's like it has been a tradition i developed with my dad 
ever since I grew up to appreciate people. To I grew up to learn how to appreciate people. He was one person I was always appreciative of because I when he really likes talking about his story. So he's someone that started from nothing to something, and it's just amazing how God helped him to be who he was before he passed on. Um, or who he is before he passed on. Um, God has been so faithful, I won't lie. My dad, when he started, you know, he did various, numerous businesses. And when the one that, like, um, let me say, use the word hammered, the Nigerian word, the one that hammered, yeah, he, when he tells the story, he used to tell me how he used to shelter from Calabar to Port Harcourt. You know, he's on the road 247, no sleeping, no nothing. He, mentioned that my mom was like his backbone my mom was my mom took care of us abby took care of my siblings that were born then my mom managed the finances and she was not a big or extravagant spender she was a very calculative woman and that contributed to his success you know and he's someone that loves to give um praises to who deserves it so he praised my mom so so well concerning that he is an amazing man he's someone i know that cares for everybody and anybody and sometimes it's annoying because i used to feel like he cares for every other person than his kids because of how he treats them maybe because of how he i mean his life was before he became um, a successful man I don't know, but he had this thing for helping people. I don't know. I've not seen someone that does that, that help people, help his siblings, help his siblings' kids. You know, people, I know people do that, but to the extent, the way he does it sometimes pisses me off, but he's someone that consciously lived a good life. You know, he, he made that effort. Even when people do bad things to him or say bad things to him, he consciously treats them good it's uh, it's annoying and amazing at the same time how do you even do that because i'm like me if you if you give me balls i give you bars like that so we're going to go bars balls like that i don't want to care you hurt my feelings i hurt your feelings you know but i'm trying to learn from his happy mood always relaxed not allowing people's thoughts and people's behavior affect him he's that kind of person and i also say i also anybody that knows knows i talk about my dad in terms of business because everything i know about business or consulting or advising people and things i learned from his business or things i learned from how he behaved in his business so it's just um it's just amazing the kind of man he is like i mean like if i was supposed to write down all of these things i would have a lot to write down and i didn't really have so much to write down so i decided to like do this entire episode about him and i don't know i don't want to tear i don't want to um you know get into that point but the reason why I'm doing this or another reason I'm doing this is to let people know that you're going to wake up one day and you find out that your loved one is not there and you find out that the one you love but you're having issues with is not there or the one you never showed appreciation so much is not there 
what are you going to do after that what are you going to do so it's like his death not just his death like that's the way i've seen life from the onset so i try to appreciate people as much as i can i started by appreciating him more i started by showing him like love you know thanking him so much because there are situations where i've behaved in a very bad way and he calls my attention and he speaks to me and and i look at him and i'm like you're just my best friend like you know he was not just my dad he was like my best friend because whenever i come back from school we always have that um time to talk we talked a lot we talked a lot i and my dad we talked a lot like i had that time and i i cherished it a lot i never missed it whenever i see him relaxing in his uh, position where where he stays in the compound i go and meet him and we sit down and he will just start talking start gisting me things that are happening and i will start gisting him things that are happening you know he's someone that i consciously made the effort to make him proud you know like with my schoolwork and everything i wanted to make him proud yeah but my dad is that kind of proud man <laughs> he won't say he's proud of you but deep down i know he's actually proud of me um we have everything done that when i was in school graduating doing nyc yeah there was even one time we had a major fight <laughs> this time we had a major fight so the fight was i decided to serve in lagos no we've actually we've had like back and forth before but this one was really heated so there was a time i was in lagos i decided i was going to serve in lagos because i was tired of the environment in portacourt i wanted to just leave like i wanted to have like you know a different exposure different experience and all of that my dad was like no you can't go to lagos he started with yeah, queen queen don't stress you know lagos is for <laughs> hustlers i don't know like lagos you can't go to lagos lagos is very rough and all of those stuff you yeah, girl what are you going to be doing in lagos you know but me and my strong hair my father's daughter i insisted i was going to go to lagos he was so pissed at me you know because that was the first time i didn't listen to what he was saying that was the first time i insisted on doing it my own way so i insisted i'm going to lagos to serve i walked my way down to lagos sure he provided the money to walk it down to lagos he's that caring no matter what even if it's against you he's still going to provide for you he doesn't want to yes say you asked someone or you took you did something to get money or no he's, he provides to the last so back to my story he brought the money out to do the whole workout stuff and i walked my way down to lagos and um he booked my flight i booked my flight that I was going to lagos so i went like a few days before um the call the call letter b what's it called again see me how many years have oh, just one year i forgot <laughs> call something sha he, when he came he, he hasn't come at then like i think i left lagos on the 16th or 14th or so and we're supposed to go to camp on the 20th, 23rd of october my dad when i booked my flight so he took me to the airport like he's like my driver <laughs> he's the one that drives anywhere he's going <laughs> whenever I, wherever i'm going he drives 
but there are places where the driver takes me but we're that cool we're like g's like that <laughs> so he took me down to the airport when the airport he was lamenting complaining before that though we we're lamenting and complaining and having arguments in the house and we now went down to the airport we we're lamenting and complaining in the airport and guess what we spent over i've already missed my flight so it was on our way to the airport i think they bothered so when i got to the airport they told me um what's it called that the flights they are done they've they've bothered the whole passengers and all of that and then i was just like would you mean i must still go <laughs> i told him i must still go so my dad was there in the airport was just looking the dilly darling i don't know i don't know the word or pronunciation to that but it was just like you're not going anywhere i was like daddy i am going i'm going i have an interview let me go have the interview if it doesn't work out i'm going to come back so he called my brother's wife sister to you know secure accommodation for me so where my brother's wife stay my brother's wife's sister where she stays is quite far from the location of the interview that i was going for because the reason i was going early was for the interview i had in lagos because i already sent out my application yeah no dolly no nothing you know and he when he saw that i made up my mind he booked another flight for me right the end there if you know my dad my sister knows this my dad my dad comes with a backup whenever he doesn't want something to go and you insist that you want to go there's always a backup plan <laughs> so he sure had funds on him and we booked another flight and i left lagos but i didn't like the way i left so i i wrote him a letter as usual <laughs> that's how we communicate um, I my sister is aware of that. I don't think my siblings or the siblings are aware of that because she went into my dad's room and then she saw some of the letters I wrote for for him. So I wrote him a letter, a long, a long um, text, and I sent it to him. You know, he didn't really, he didn't respond to me, Sha. When I got to Lagos, he he called. You know, he made sure I would stay. I was safe. I stayed with my friend. Shout out to Nena. Nena was there for me when I got to Lagos, and her parents uh, they all they took care of me. So um, he was happy and he was satisfied. At that point, you know, then <laughs> the funny thing that happened was every single day, Pussy was calling me. How I you know this is something my mom does every time. But for him, it's like once or twice in a week, whenever I'm not around. He was calling me every time. How are you? How are you? How is the place? Be careful. Be, be, be careful. Be careful, you know. I was just crazy because um, he's just a father that really cares so much about his children. Not just me. He doesn't act this way. Not just to me. Even to my elder brother, the eldest. I'm the last of four. So my eldest brother, he's married, so he is that way to to everybody. You know, my mom cares, and he cares too, like like that. He doesn't joke with any of his children. He's always there for all of his kids. He provided for us. He showed us equal love. So it wasn't like he loved one um, more than the other. He had this special relationship with each of us. And we both we all experienced it in our different ways and it's something I really appreciate him because there I've been in a situation where people are telling me, Oh, my dad loves this one more than this and all of that. 
and sometimes I look back I'm like imagine if my dad was saying that to me eh I don't think I will cope I hate it when people put one over you I won't complain but I don't just like all of those situations because I feel like everybody's equal so he's that kind of person and he's just he's just really he's just really amazing so yeah i think i was talking about the you know lesson learned from all of this and i i went back to talking more about him so the lesson about all of this podcast is love the love your loved ones show them you love them be quick to forgive it's not hard i'm going to promise you that people will piss you off People will say things that hurt you. People will, you know, behave in ways that you just think like, who who are you? But just learn to be quick to forgive. Because sometimes when you forgive, you can easily let go. There are times I've been pissed off. There are times where, you know, things have happened that have just, you know, turned my head upside down. And I just remember my dad. You know he's no longer here imagine if anything happened to this person that pissed me off what what, what would i say i'll start living in regrets so i think one of the reasons i'm not even crying or really um so sad about the whole situation because i miss him every day i pray to see him i pray and i i cry to god to see him but sadly it's not possible now i have to do my own part before i go see him so one of the reasons why people make that mistake is just it's just it's just sad because the funny thing is you can be with someone now and the next minute the person is gone what would you say to that person you will live in regrets i don't live in regrets because every day i i made an effort i didn't know i was going to lose him honestly it's something I did because of how much I appreciated his love, of how much I appreciated his sacrifice for me. It wasn't like this is what father should do for a child. It was something he did out of love because there are so many, I've heard of so many stories of how parents use their kids for rituals, parents maltreat their kids, parents, they do all sorts of their kids. I was just thankful because he brought me to this world and he loved me with everything he had. He was there for me even though it was the time I was sick, the first time I was admitted. He was there for me. He was in the hospital. He didn't know what to do. He came to pick me up from my workplace and he was just devastated, you know. <laughs> He's that kind of person that anything, he gets worried easily. And my mom too is like queen of worry. She would just over worry, but she's a little bit strong. So my mom was also there, but it was so surprising waking up to see my dad sitting beside me and telling me sorry how are you feeling what do you want to eat you know back to the time where i had like a surgery and it was just crazy every single day my dad came back to the house every single day he came back to the house in the afternoon and he he was so i mean i'm tearing up right now because i'm just remembering all the things he did like i mean he gave me a reason not to even settle for any less like i'm not settling for less he cared so much he treated me like a queen and he called all his girls like my sister and i were like queens to him every single time queens you know whenever we're around 
we always change our wardrobe every now and then because like that's how queens do <laughs> you know he's that kind of person he's just that kind of person he's so caring like he's so caring anything you want like anything you like any single thing within his capacity he's going to provide it for you he was there not just for his kids he was there for everybody he was there for everybody around him you know and all he wanted all his prayers and desires were just was just to have money to help was just to have money to help and i think that's why god kept giving him and providing for him and you know helped him out in tough situation because everything he had whatever funds he had even in his debt he was giving everything he didn't even retold back he didn't even you know reason it he gave i mean i wish i could be like him but i mean we learn every day so he's just that kind of person so cherish the loved ones you have now love them with everything you have write your letters to them show them how much you appreciate them it might be hard for you but learn to do that it's going to give you peace of mind when they're no longer there with you it's going to give you rest because you were able to show them that love i don't know the explanation to it or it's something that just happens the same way if you lose somebody i don't know just imagine yourself you lose a loved one and you are fighting with that loved one it's going to devastate you that's the same way if you appreciate that loved one when they are no more it's going to give you peace of mind so all i'm saying today is appreciate your loved ones you might wake up tomorrow and you will see them. I never saw my dad, my dad's dad coming. He's someone that jogged every single day I got to know A or B because he was always doing exercise and knowing, getting to know life more, someone that jogged all his life. He was so conscious of how he eats. He doesn't eat anyhow. He eats like i mean he calls it like we call him bobo uk you know he is like he he really wanted to be young and you know look good you know with he loves wearing shirts and t-shirts and shirts sorry and he's just i don't know like he was so conscious of living a healthy life and i don't know i really don't know how this happened and advice to people out there please do constantly do general checkup general checkup is not bp checkup general checkup inside out take your parents for checkup take you take yourself for checkup do checkup because you don't know what we happen you don't know what we happen i never thought i wouldn't see my dad because i feel he's going to live forever like till i'm young my kids are sorry till i'm married my kids are you know grown grown up you know i thought he was going to leave that long because of the way he lived like he was so careful about the things he eats and how he eats where he eats you know and it's just crazy because i lost him to cancer i know the fucking annoying thing i'm so sorry for swearing because we live in a country where 
there is no infrastructure development for this kind of people or this kind of illness and governments are coming with stupid lies that rats are swallowing money snakes are eating money and it's just so crazy how backward this country is how stupid the politicians are how they're so irritating to me like we have in Portacos one oncologist I think in River State one oncologist one oncologist it's just even crazy because now I don't even trust the medical doctors they are producing today I don't feel like they have enough facilities to um, train these ones because that's another issue we're facing today backwardness we have old stupid men sitting on those seats doing what deciding how the money will be shared and guess what they moved to another country for their own treatment it's just so stupid very stupid very stupid like whenever i talk about our politicians and the kind of leadership we have today it pisses me off like to pieces it pisses me off it's just crazy how we have these people and we have this money going left right center and nothing the healthcare center is still the same you go to teaching hospital you go to bmh no development no improvement no nothing everywhere stinks grasses are growing on the walls the nurses are i don't even know what to even call them illiterate they don't know nothing all they know is to sit down and do what gossip they don't know nothing none of them are innovative enough to come up with something in crisis it's just annoying and i don't want to even i've really i've, I've really digressed or because it pisses me off like these people this these people they piss me off so much but at the end of the day the bottom line is do as much as you can to protect the loved ones you have to protect yourself your parents wherever if you have the finances take them out let them go for proper checkup make it a tradition every year you take them for proper checkup full body checkup so that whatsoever thing that's going between and all of that they will be able to see it and take it off that's the best way to treat cancer Chem- um, chemotherapy won't do won't do so much hence to cause cause damage to like um elderly ones so at the end of the day yeah it's only god that can you know help us or fight for us but we need to make our efforts. We need to make efforts on our own end. So all I'm saying right now is love your loved ones. Appreciate them while you see them. Don't whatever situation you're facing right now with them, try and resolve it. Try and resolve it and let it go because it won't cost you anything. It won't cost you anything. Be the bigger person. It won't cost you anything. Appreciate them and pray for the ones that are sick. Pray for the ones that are sick. At the end of the day, there is nothing God cannot do, except it's the present time to go. So yeah, guys. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you know, do as I said. Um, please, like I always tell you guys, stay safe and don't forget, love your loved ones show them how much you appreciate them and the peace of god will be with you (laughs)
Have a nice day, guys. Enjoy your independence day. Bye.